I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Alana DeGrasse here, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute. Today is June 15th, 2023, and I'm so glad that you are here today. The topic of our discussion is called Peel Back the Onion of Your Persona. Hmm. We've got three objectives to talk about. One, reject self-defeating thoughts. Two, work from a place of energy. And three, Let today, or if it's night for you, let this day be day one. I also want to say, wow, we have had so many listeners from all over the country. We have some of you in Spain and Germany, and I want to say welcome to this podcast. Many of you have joined as new followers, so welcome to the Spark family. And thank you for those of you who really, throughout the United States, have downloaded, have played the past Upgrade My Life in Biz episodes. We appreciate you. Go ahead, click follow and subscribe and share this podcast to those who need the encouragement. So today, as we think about peeling back the onion, uh, what does that really mean to peel back the onion of your persona? So I love to coach many entrepreneurs and leaders and Fortune 500 executives into their next. And one of the number one things that we don't think about is how important it is to think about aspects that we don't think have anything to do with our business at all, but definitely do. Have you ever had a moment of apathy where you have been the lead or principal on a different project or you started something new And something in that engagement went awry or something unethical happened. Maybe someone took your idea. Maybe people are not acknowledging that you actually are the one, the wind beneath their winds, their wings, per se. And I can't tell you how many people I've actually had this conversation with in back rooms about heavy feelings of resentment, anger, depression. I even remember years ago, Hubster and I went to this restaurant that we love to frequent. And there was this one day we went in there and the owner was so distraught. And we asked him how he was doing. And he said, his partner stole all the money from the business and moved away. Uh, You hear story after story, sometimes of bad situations at times where maybe a partnership went bad or expectations were broken and these can drain us 
Sometimes this can bring someone to the point where they don't believe they can trust anyone and we cannot be islands to ourselves. On top of that, we've got to do some soul searching to remind ourselves about why, that big why word again, why we set out to do what we intend to do. And I tell you, preparation is not easy. Setting a strong foundation is not easy. And also going back to the drawing board is not easy, especially if you have some weighted things that have happened in your life. And sometimes it can be that as we're living and going through the motions of reaching our goals, there are trigger points that we may have that bring us back to, you know, a place of apathy. So today I want to help you to peel back the onions of your persona, meaning look at where you are right now, despite how you might be feeling and what you may have endured or what you have to have had to overcome, you're still standing. And it's interesting. I mean, you guys have been definitely emailing me back uh, with your feedback about the podcast. And I want to say that this season has been really enlightening because you are telling me what you think. And I even had an email where the individual just said, hey, I don't need any motivating. I just want you to get to the point. (laughs) I don't need any inspiration. I just want to make revenue. Well, at the end of the day, we may not want to think about it. We may not think that we need to ponder or be still, but goal attainment has nothing to do necessarily with only working on motivation. And we know that. However, there are some subconscious behaviors that we have that we can look at research that shows us that a lot of what we experience, a lot of what we see has everything to do with what we believe we can absorb, what we believe we can have, who we believe we can do things with. And so if we begin to give ourselves permission to peel back the layers of who we are in our professional lives, who we are in the business sense, we will be able to dig deeper. And there's no one else with your fingerprints. So yes, people can carbon copy. Yes, there are so many examples of people pretending that they are authentically caring about you or your business when they're really not. And then there are those that really are genuinely there to support you. And so as you peel back the layer of who you are and you are able to then see some of the things that you need to work on, maybe you need to work on, you know, developing more consistency. Maybe you need to work on really believing that who you are is enough. I can't stress or repeat the poem enough that I wrote called Chronicles, where I basically say 15 years of silence, 15 years of writing. There was some research done where these researchers looked at creative people and they measured their productivity levels based upon if they created and they not only created, but they were able to expose their gift or their art for others to absorb how much more productive they were versus only creating and not letting it be seen. So people who tend to have giftings like, you know, writing or speaking or theater or service-based businesses, if we create all day but never 
provide the opportunity for people to understand what it is that we have to share, it always feels like something is just not there because we're given those gifts, I believe, to share them. We're given the gift of creativity and artwork and all these things to make the world a better place, to provide, you know, different perspectives of things. And when that is not absorbed or experienced, that can be frustrating for an artist. Talk to any artist who's been creating all day, but but did not perform or did not present. And you'll clearly see if they're happy or not happy. So when we peel back the layers of our persona, we can really get a sense of where we are right now. But today could be your day one. So my first thought is you're going to have to reject self-defeating thoughts. So especially if you're having a difficult time in your business or in your personal life right now, you are going to have to stop telling yourself all of the history of that thing that happened to you and how angry you are about it and how you feel about it. And you're going to have to stop playing that movie because all it's going to do is recycle the feelings that you have. And it's going to be a domino effect of how you operate. And number two, I really do want you to work from a place of energy. What do I mean? I want you to feel vibrant, hopeful. I want you to smile. I want you to laugh. Now, we will tap into a portion of a discussion I had with my tribe. And one of the activities we did was we did this wonderful laughing activity because how important is it to laugh, to just have fun? Do you remember when you were a kid, how you would giggle, how you would laugh, you'd go outside, you'd play on the swing set, you'd go down the slide, and you would just feel so light? Well, that is the kind of energy you want to have as you step into the next half of 2023. You want to feel vibrant and energetic and ready to go. But it's hard to feel that way if you look at your numbers and you say, oh, the numbers I have today aren't what they were two years ago, or the weight on the scale isn't budging the way I thought it would at this stage. So one of the things I highly recommend is take a moment today to just think about all the things that you're grateful for. Take a moment and Think about all that is going well. And definitely, if you're a business owner, look at those cards that your clients send you. Listen to the feedback that they tell you. And even if it's it's um, constructive criticism, balance it out with those that also love and adore what you do well. Because you don't want to walk around just thinking about all the things that are not working well. Okay, so... I want you to remember that it is okay to feel those sad thoughts. It's okay to to look at the numbers and say to yourself, oh my goodness, you know, I should be at this point. However, however, every entrepreneur had a day one. Jeff Bezos has a day one every day when he started Amazon. Oprah Winfrey just didn't become Oprah Winfrey. She still worked at the television station in the beginning. Like we forget the beginnings. And as I alluded to yesterday, we have to celebrate every small win because those compounding wins lead to larger results. And I have to think, in a challenging time, one of the best things I can do is appreciate 
how I show up in the world. And I want to challenge you to do that today. Go find a photo of someone you helped. Go find a letter, a quote of a, from a prior um, client. Uh, go find something that just makes you smile. And it's absolutely okay if you just completely failed and you have to start from scratch. COVID taught us that in terms of entrepreneurship, so many people had to close their doors and so many people closed their doors and they pivoted into something completely different. So I want you to realize that if you start peeling back the onions of your persona, you start peeling back, oh, wait a minute, I need to be more loving towards myself. I need to remind myself that, wow, yes, I'm at this stage. I would like to expand, but look at where I'm at today. Look at all the people I've probably helped, especially our clients who've served 10, 15, um, 20 years of service to different types of individuals. I mean, goodness, you woke up in the morning, you served those people, you grappled with their challenges, you provided solutions. I mean, don't throw everything out. Look at what you have already done. And again, before we deep dive, remember, today can be your day one. You can say, oh, it didn't work last month, or the numbers weren't great last month, or two days ago, or a week ago, but boy, I've got today. So let's deep dive into this discussion about getting your swag back. Look, you can always begin tonight, and I double dare some of you, to locate your source of stress. Now, aside from the mental and occupational and physical aspects of stress, there are other parts to stress or outcomes of stress that we don't think about. Like some people, for example, adaptation can be hard. Like, are you someone where you like to cling to things and it's easier to cling to things because you know pretty much how things are going to turn out? Some people will cling to bad things because they are so used to it that they'd rather cling on to what is familiar than to say, hey, I'm going to let that go so that I can open my hands and try something different. So adaptation can be something that someone may say, oh my gosh, well, I know I'm already stressed out, but then to think that I need to change or transform or look at this, this whole thing differently might be already something difficult for me to handle. So adaptation could be one source of stress. It's a, not only is it a stressor, but it can become a roadblock to you actually having the life you really want. Because if we are not able to look at life change as something that's necessary, but then if we're not able to adapt to that change, that's a problem. If you've known for years you were supposed to write those books, for years you were supposed to do X, Y, and Z, for years you've always dreamed of cleaning commercial buildings. I mean, I don't know what it is, but you haven't adapted, learned anything new, understood the industry, gotten into there, that's a problem because it's just a matter of you shifting how you're looking at things. Another one, another one, I was just talking to someone who worked in, goodness, 45 years in an industry, and he mentioned to me, wow, you know what? Failure was my biggest source of stress for so many years. He had invested in some things and it didn't turn out well. He lost a lot of money and he said, you know what? Failure for me has been something that was a roadblock. Not only did it stop me from being able to move forward, but you know what? Because of that, I've been stagnant for years. And here's a hard one that a lot of us, and keep chatting in the chat box, but 
Sometimes one of our biggest stressors is that we don't know how to say goodbye to the closed doors. Like there are sometimes there are people who close the door on us and we say, why did you close it? Now, I know you didn't close the door. You put the Keisha in it. Like, I can't believe you closed the door. Out of all people, you closed the door. <laughs> so sometimes we have this moment where a door has been closed. Maybe a, there was an opportunity. Maybe you were trying to invest in something. Maybe you were trying to do something new and that door has been closed. And instead of saying, okay, the door has closed. Let me, you know, maybe this door wasn't for me or I've tried it so many times. Now, sometimes you do need to bang down a door, but there are other times when some doors are closed and it's actually a good thing. It actually protected you from things. Now, I don't know if you guys understand what I mean. Have you ever had a closed door, but you were really, really, you know, it really hurt you. A lot of times when we have these doors, instead of, you know, turning the other way and saying, oh, well, let me look at all the other open doors. We just keep staring at that one door that's just closed. So I want to just say, and that could be a job. That could be a job that you should have left like five years ago, <laughs> a relationship. Uh, it could be a lot of things, right? So adaptation, failure, closed doors, these are other um, you know, sub variables that relate to the trifold challenge because, you know, if you're not able to adapt, if you're not able to look at those fears and say, oh my gosh, I missed the mark, I'm going to do something else, that can be a roadblock. And again, closed doors. Um, Karen says, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. I started questioning why there has to be a devil at all. I love it, Karen. It's so true. Sometimes you will hold on to something because you're so familiar with it. I want to challenge some of you, and I know this might be hard to take, so I'm not here to, to make you feel good all the time. Truly, I'm not. Um, I want to say that some of you have been so used to uh, environments and even people only seeing you a certain way that you have not yet seen the better version of yourself. Let me say that again, two snaps, bring out the Keisha. So some of you have been so used to people around you and circumstances around you being used to you right where you're at. So they're not, you know, in the more, you know, they don't know your inner goals. They don't know your inner dreams. So they're just kind of comfortable with you being right where you're at. And I want to challenge you to say, get uncomfortable with that. You know, because I believe that even when I look at you guys, I don't see you how you think I see you. I see you as a potential author. I see you as a potential successful business person. I see you as a confident person. But sometimes we just don't feel that way, right? Because when these stresses come, sometimes they come like bricks. They Don't they? I mean, I'm just being real. Is it just me? Or when certain things happen in your life, they can really weigh you down. They can weigh you down and you can lay on the bed of failure and uh, resentment and all these things. And you, you, it's so hard for you to have a real clear picture of who you are. Dr. Alicia said, this is, that's good medicine, Dr. D. You, well, you're welcome. And the reason why I really got to know that was because I had to be super honest with myself because people can tell you, girl, you're so good. Look at you. you you're already this person. Look at how successful you already are. But I want to tell you, I want to ask you, you don't even have to put this in the chat box. So this might be too deep. Uh, you know you. I want to ask you, are you really showing up for yourself the way? that you know you would really show up for, or if there's someone that really knows you well and they were having a heart-to-heart -heart with you, would they say, yes, you're showing up for yourself the way you know you absolutely can? Have you been so stressed that you haven't even been able to have fun? Like you haven't been able to smile or you're working on your dream and you have like five bags underneath your eyes because you haven't really rested? I mean, I want to know. 
So if, if this is ringing a bell, you can put right on, Dr. D. You don't have to tell all your juicy secrets. But I just know because I can look at my own life and I can look at the scores of people I've talked to. And it's okay because I think the number one thing that as women we're taught to do is to dress it up. Or, I mean, come on, y'all. Put on the face. Do your hair. Do your nails. All of that stuff. And then deal with whatever's going on. So I do believe when I say get your swag back, right, I'm not just talking about looking fly. I, I want you to feel fly on the outside. But wouldn't it be great if we felt just as fly on the inside as we do on the outside? Wouldn't it be great if, even if you had on a t-shirt and a pair of jeans and flip-flops, you still feel as beautiful and confident in who you are as you did if you were, you know, wearing a gown. So I just wanted to talk about that. So locate your stress. So let's go deeper. Now, if I had to do the equation of what happens when we're stressed out, doesn't matter if, you're, if it's personal or professional. Burnout plus stress overload equals emotional drainage. Let's just talk about it. Burnout plus stress overload equals emo emotional drainage. And it could be at personal or professional. When you are absolutely burned out, well, first of all, let me ask you to write this in the, in the chat box. How do you know that you are burned out? What are some things that happen when you are burnt out? I know for me, if I'm burnt out, I can't focus. I know I, I might, you know, I might not feel like doing some of the things I always feel like doing. What are some of the things that you might have if you have burnout? Karen says, be prepared to make those that want to see you stay where you are. Woo, Karen now. Go ahead, Karen. She's talking. And how they know you very uncomfortable, insomnia, yes. Oh, so let me back up. So Karen's saying, be prepared that people will be comfortable where you are where you are at. And yes, insomnia is a sign, good. I just don't care about things I typically care about. I lack focus, I can't sleep. Cheryl says, I don't have no energy, I'm moody. Woo, don't let us talk about PMS too. A busy mind and restlessness, I get depressed and maybe physically ill. That's so true, late for everything. Yes, we're kind of dragging our feet and we can, and you know, I don't know why this is, but we're taught not to say we're tired. We're supposed to always say, oh no, I'm ready to go. No, I'm not ready to go today, I'm not. I'm actually tired, I need to rest. I need to not cook today. Now this is a funny story because it's true, it's my story. I remember, you know, learning how to do all this and balance this is easier said than done, right? So I remember years ago, I always tell the story, um, I was just, you know, I was a teacher, I was in grad school at the time, and I was doing all this stuff, and I was a newlywed, and I remember, because I think we were married just three years or something, and, um, but I, I had a crazy schedule, like I would work until 9 p.m. at a university, but I had to come home and do my homework, and then I thought, it wasn't mandated, but I thought I had to cook these three fresh meals a day. <laughs> so there was this one day, I was, uh, <laughs> I said to myself, I'm gonna grade papers, do research, and cook a chicken at the same time. <laughs> So I took out this frozen chicken and I started boiling the water because I was going to thaw the chicken and I had my, I had my grade book open and I was going to do my grades and I was going to do something else. And mean, mind you, I probably shouldn't have been cooking and my, my, my mental load was just going like this. And so by the, but I was just frustrated. So by the time my husband came home, the pot was still boiling, half the chicken was still thawing out. And I just looked at him and I said, I can't do it. I can't do this. I won't do it. I just started crying. And he's like, I never told you that you had to do this. Who told you you had to do this? And I was like, I don't know who told me who had to do this. He's like, let's go out to eat dinner. And I had stressed myself out so much because somewhere, I call it society, call it me, 
I had bought this idea that I had to be this perfect person. I had to be this perfect wife. I had to be, I had to look this way, but no one was putting that pressure on me. Hubster wasn't putting the pressure on me. I was putting it on myself and I was burnt out tired. So I want you to know that you're looking at someone that I had to learn these uh, strategies. It's not like it just happened overnight. I had to say, well, no, I'm, if I'm burnt out and I'm stressed out, how can I have time to laugh? How can I really laugh? So I know this is going to feel awkward because we did this the last time. And those of you who were in WBC, BCMers, you, did, you didn't do this, so we're going to do it. But if you were in WBC, we're going to do the laughing activity. Then I'm going to do it. It's going to feel awkward. And what you're simply going to do is, can you guys see me? I don't know if you can see me. If you can, put yes in the chat box. If you can't, I need to stop the slide. But if you can see me, okay, good. So what I want you to do is I want you to watch me laugh for about 40 seconds. And all you're going to do is watch me laugh because then I'm going to ask you to laugh. And I want to see your face. So if you're blocking your video, I, I, well, you know, maybe you don't want to show your face because we're still recording this. But I will laugh and I want you to observe me laughing and then you will laugh, okay? So who's counting? I can see Cheryl. So Cheryl, can you count one, two, three for me? Just go like this with your hands and I'm going to start laughing. Now, I'm going to ask you to do the very same thing when I count down from one to three. If you're not nervous, and don't worry, this is not going to be shown anywhere, but I would love to see your face. I want to see you laugh, and this is all about stressing less. I want to see you do it, and so I'm going to stop sharing this slide for a second because it's important for us to laugh. And when I count down from one to three, I want you to laugh like you just saw something so funny. I know it's going to feel forced. I, you saw something funny, but I also want you to look at everybody else laughing. Okay, so you guys ready? All right, one, two. All right, wait, y'all aren't ready yet. You're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. Put your shoulders back. Put your shoulders back. Put your shoulders back. All right, ready? One, two. Three and go. Now, I want you to tell me in the chat box what were some of the things that you felt when you were actually able to laugh. How did you feel? Do you feel refreshed? Did you feel like, oh my gosh, I absolutely needed that? Um, because we just don't laugh as often as we need to. 
So, awesome. So let's talk about why we stress. And if there aren't, some, if there are some things here that um, that you that I haven't included, I would love to see. Why do we stress out? And I've got some great stressors here. Um, um, Tamara says she feels relieved. Yes, yes, yes. Time to have some fun. Some stress is lifted. All right. So why do we feel stressed? Well, sometimes we are stressed because we feel like we had a lot of debt. So you can always talk to Maggie, right? Uh, you have thwarted dreams, dreams that you had, you've always had for years, and now you tell yourself it's just too late. So what's the point? That could be a reason why people stress out. Um, unfulfilling relationships. That could be a reason why people, um, you know, why, why we might feel stressed out because, you know, part of our day, right, is the working day, but then we have real personal relationships. And if, if a lot of your relationships are either there's too much of a taker or, or you're not receiving enough, that can be a challenge. So let's talk about all of this. When you don't laugh like we just did, and when you have burnout and stress overload and emotional drainage, a lot of times this is what happens. We have what I call indecision a wavering between two or more possible courses of action. So sometimes indecision is not something that someone make, you know, they don't wake up and say, I'm not going to reach my goals, but we can see indecision or someone lowering their, uh, their ability to reach their goals just on what they decide not to do. They know they, wanna, they want to write a book, but they're not doing their daily prompts every day to get this, these chapters done. They know they want to start their own business, but they're not showing up enough to get the revenue that they really want. They know they want to do this and that. Even if you, you know, you know, they're not doing what's necessary to get the level of knowledge that is needed. So you want to really look at yourself and ask yourself, it's tough, what have I been indecisive about? The things, what will actually help us to resolve our stress is instead of spending all, because we think, I'm going to worry about this. You know, this one thing, it worries me so much. I'm going to stay up all night and I'm going to just think about it. And instead of actually strategizing around it, we then to say to ourselves, it's too overwhelming. I can't think about it. I'll worry about it tomorrow. And tomorrow becomes three weeks, 60 days, one year, four years. And that indecision is what's staring us in the face. So sometimes when we're so stressed out, it's because we just don't, we don't have enough time to be still. We haven't been laughing enough. And if you haven't been laughing enough, I always, I always say to people, do a face check throughout the day. Like, are you like this all day? <laughs> are you, are you like, you know, if I would have just here in your life on a random time, are you at your office or in your basement or wherever? Are you like, are you, you know, what, how would I actually find you? You know, am I going to find you, you kind of jovial or am I going to find you so intense because you're just so serious? You need to lighten up a little bit, right? So symptoms of indecision, stagnation, um, you know, you find yourself, you're like this, you're like that, you're like this, you're like that, but you're not really growing the way you'd like to. Um, you have a lot of procrastination towards goals that are desired. Maybe you you, you do show up, but your failure to show up um, consistently is an issue. And then your results don't reflect your true potential. So you have results that don't reflect your true potential. Okay, I'm about to drop something else right now. And if it's for you, take it. If it's not, don't. But some of you could be making a lot more money just in your life, just by showing up differently, just by focusing yourself, just by resting more. You just have to strategize differently. Some of you have to see yourself differently. Maybe... Maybe growing up, no one told you you were this beautiful person inside and out. So many times, I can't tell you how many executives and leaders behind closed doors have told me these terrible stories about whatever is happening
in their lives and how it changed their self-perception. Because how you see yourself is usually what you expect to uh, occur, right? So sometimes we, we may not say this out loud, but subconsciously we may actually abandon who we are, abandon our goals uh, to the point where we purposely self-sabotage. So that is an issue that some people do have. They know they're qualified. They know they have the, gift, the, the, uh, the ability to do things, but sometimes people self-sabotage. Why? Oh my goodness, my uncle always told me I, was, I wasn't smart enough. My old cousin always told me, what, who did I think I was thinking I could be a great author? My sister always, you know, people have these stories of things that they were told that stick, right? So you wouldn't care at all if, if you went outside and someone outside said you were dumb. But if it's someone that you really look up to and they were calling you, you know, you weren't capable in X, Y, and Z, it would stick with you longer. And I have to say, that some things have been sticking on many of you for so long that here I am to just take a shovel and like un <laughs> take it off of you so that you can be free. So right now, I just really, 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 really want to ask you, do you have some things that have been stuck on you for so long that you are ready to let that stuff go? I mean, you don't have to tell me what it is. You don't have to, but if it's just a yes, just put yes, I need to get some things off of me so I can finally see myself as beautiful as I am. I have to say this, like some of you are so amazing. And then it's funny when I, when I ask um, a woman or a man or a, a leader to, and I say, um, you know, tell me about how fabulous you are. I don't mean that to say be pompous about who you are, to be prideful, but tell me about who you are. And they just go, well, you know, I know how to do this but they're not really clear about it. They're not really excited about it. No one can be more excited about you than you. <laughs> Nobody knows your capability like you. And if you're at a job where you know you're, you're not being appreciated and you're definitely not using all the facets of your skills, you either want to start something, you either want to figure out what can you do, but try this year to do something different. Because you know what? When you don't make a decision, someone else is. So even if you don't make a decision, someone else is going to make a decision for you a lot of times. And that's why I say it's better for you to have a plan. Um, I have to go to rejoin another event. Thank you, Paula. Okay, unstuck from the baggage and others. All right, awesome. So yes, um, so moving on. So I think it's time for us to say that we are under construction. Who agrees? We need to go under construction. If you really want to see a new you in the next, you know, the year, the year has not ended yet, right? So a lot of times what happens when we feel like we've missed the mark or we're not where we'd like to be, we just kind of park our car there and say, oh, well, it's October, so I might as well stop trying to lose weight. I didn't make it this far, so I might as well just stop. Or, you know, I didn't get the new job, so I might as well just park here. Or I used to always be like this, so I'm just going to stay right here. But look, you can decide at any time. You know what? I'm under construction. I am under construction, which means I'm a work in progress. And it doesn't mean I'm perfect, and it doesn't mean that I have it all together. No one does, right? So we all need to either be in process. So some of you are in process, and some of you are in process but probably could do more. Um, so Pansa, she's under construction. Okay, where, do, where can I get my orange cones? Oh my goodness, I got some right here in the back, Ricky. All right, so you can say I am under construction. All right, so some stress-less activities. 
um, you can exercise, you can do yoga, you can, do, you can take a break, you can have um, you know, meditation, prayer, whatever it's gonna do to get you to be calm and to get you to be in a new place. And here is a simulation, your first one that I really, I'm gonna put this in the group, but today is the day I will get my swag back and I do not have to stay in the seat of my experience. So let's talk about this. You don't have to stay stuck, especially in how you see a situation. Yes, it might be painful. Yes, you might be going through a circumstance. But you can say, you know what? I don't have to stay in this seat of my experience. Because sometimes people, toxic things or a toxic situation, maybe, you know, they might be thinking, well, it's okay. You'll be all right. And you can say, well, this is toxic, but I'm not going to let the toxicity tox <laughs> intoxicate me in terms of the attitude or in terms of the stress level that I'm supposed to take on. Like, see, sometimes you can look at a calendar and say, you know what? And tell the person, no, I can't do X, Y, and Z because that's just, uh, that's overload for me and I can't do it. But if it's something you do have to do and it's going to stress you out, you then have to prioritize how you spend those days. You have to prioritize, okay, in this particular week, I'm going to be so super stressed out, which means I need to be able to get to bed by 7.45 or 8.45 because I need the energy. Because guys, honestly, I wouldn't want, you know, when I look at all of you, I think of how precious you all are. And, you know, I wouldn't want any of you to get up and just literally be like uh, walking like a robot. <laughs> That's not being exciting. That's not living an exciting life. And then if I need more money, provision is available. I never saw the waters run out at the rivers. <laughs> have you? I've never seen the clouds run away. You have to have, open your mind. So there are so many opportunities. It's just how we see it, right? If one person says no, there's somebody else who's probably going to say yes. I, if I need stronger relationships, my tribe is here. So, you know, you have this tribe, you can come to things, you can come to the conference, you can reach out to people if you don't know them, or if you've seen people in WBC or BCM, you can actually take time to get to know them. If I need self-acceptance, today I recommit to me. So yes, you can recommit to yourselves because sometimes we just give up. Like if I were to go to your house, and I always say this, if someone who you thought was the flyest person and you were single and they were to come to your house right now, what would you do? Would you be cleaning out your closets? Like what would happen? Would you go get your hair done? Just a question. If I need to heal, healing is available for me. But it's like, what are you willing to do? Do you need to go to your doctor? Do you need to go to the gym? Do you need to get a personal trainer? Do you need to get a life um, what, um, eating coach? Like we all have different things that we have to do. My circumstance has nothing to do with my potential. So let me talk about this for a while. Do you guys agree? So sometimes people think, oh, you lost your job. So this person isn't as, um, you know, oh, look at Tom. You know, Tom lost his job or Sheila lost her job and now she works I'm making this up. Now she works at the local store down the street. Well, I'm looking at her. I don't think that that job represents who she is. No, she's on her way someplace. So don't judge her. She is on her way to snaps. You just don't even know what she's got going on. So a lot of times, sometimes we see ourselves based upon either what we, how many zeros we see in our bank account or how someone else has seen us. I want to challenge you today to see yourself differently. I'm here today. I choose moments to be still. I choose moments to say, I and I want y'all to say this, I will not abandon myself in the midst of my change. So no, do not abandon yourself in the midst of changing because change takes time. It's not, it's, it's ugly, it's messy. It's time to grab my swag. Now, I want you to be able 
to, for homework, state this with confidence and enter into IWBCC and say it. So you'd actually have this, you know, I'm going to do mine tomorrow. I'll print this out. This will be in the uh, IWBCC group. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because all of us need to grow and all of us need to change. And then aside from that, you have a lot of homework. Tomorrow is clean out all clutter from your closet. Now, who has clutter in their closets? Anybody? Everybody has a clean, crisp closet. Nobody has clutter that they need to clean. Now, if you can't do it tomorrow, try to find some time. Create your swag space for dance and play. And we mean it because we're going to be doing something. So what that simply means is I don't care if you take the, um, the affirmation that I just showed you and you put that in a special place and you just create a space in your home or in your apartment, wherever you're at, where you can say this week, this is where I'm going to be. This is where I'm going to be consistent to clear my mind. It's really a visual marker for you reminding yourself, I am under construction. Um, you want to frame your swag affirmation. Tell a friend on Monday, you're getting your swag back. So I double dare you. Tell somebody, hey, I'll get my swag back. They might not know what you mean, but go for it. Choose a color to wear that makes you feel powerful tomorrow, right? So you, the outfit that people tell you, oh, you just look fabulous in that. Why not wear it tomorrow? You know, you look great in red. I don't know. Why not wear that? And then post it on the IWBCC page. All right. So what is our schedule for the rest of the week? Um, so today we had our kickoff. Monday, you're going to tune into IWBCC to watch the on-demand video about how to identify strategy. And so this will be a video that I will post tomorrow, but you just want to watch it at least by 7.30 so you can know what your homework is tomorrow. And then on Tuesday, tune into IWBCC to watch the video about how to zap back in your life. Wednesday, learn how to apply your strategy to, and um, zip it up. Zip it up and execute Thursday. Learn how to leave old dreams to receive new ones. Friday, learn how to establish a new outlook on life. Saturday, evaluate. And Sunday, celebrate your wins. It's a Zoom Live. So we have two other Zoom Lives this week. So Wednesday, we will, um, um, actually, that's not correct. It should say Thursday. So Thursday, we will be live. So guys, we will correct this. So it shouldn't say Wednesday. It should say Thursday. So Thursday, we will be live, and Sunday, we will be live. So did everybody see that Thursday, we will be live? Thursday at 7.30 and Sunday, we'll be live. And um, if you're not around, we will have smaller versions of the meetings um, put on in the Facebook group. So I want to know, do you guys, did you guys understand the calendar? If you do, just put yes in the chat box. If you need me to explain anything, then let me know. Um, Karen says, yes. So yeah, there's an error there. It should say Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So everyone says, yes. Okay, good. Now I'm going to stop sharing this piece. And um, there's a lot said here. So I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. So now, oh, so Karen says, where do we upload our picture? You want to upload your picture right into IWBCC. Yes, I will upload this. I will upload this, what we just did today. It'll be um, in the IWBCC page. So you can always go back. It won't have any of your faces on it. It will ju literally just be the slides and yours truly talking. Um, uh, Chalene said Wednesday night was a good night this week. Oh, uh, yeah, we won't be there, but Thursday night we will. All right, and so Maggie says, is that on Facebook? Um, yes, it will be on um, it will be on the Facebook. 
So I want to just now open this up. You can unmute yourself if you want to talk because today there was so much information given and I want to just know where are you guys? How are you feeling about today? Any last comments before we wrap up? And remember, if you are in WBC or BCM, you are afraid to um, hang on for a tutorial for any other things you want to talk about. So if you absolutely have to go, then you can leave now so that we can end this segment. But if you want to stick around, we still have until uh, 8.30 while we end this sizzling seven for tonight. So any comments? Who feels like they have a lot of homework to do? Because I hope you do. <laughs> Tammy says, I do. I personally, I want you guys to know that when I give you homework, I'm actually doing the homework myself. Y'all better know I was outside running today. I was outside running like, no, you need to do what you need to do. So I want to know, I gave myself permission to take a nap today and put off doing something I thought I needed to do. Awesome. All right. So y'all just going to make me call on you, aren't you? Just so one of the things that I'm learning is that what we experienced as children and young women can be insidiously ingrained in our minds and we may not even know that they've been put in there until we're older or we're put into a situation where something feels uncomfortable and I'll be, I'm, I'm open to being very candid here. I've sat with Alana in her office and cried um, for a young girl of me that I'm now embracing. Wow. Thanks for this discussion around digging the deep layers of our formative experiences. And thanks for Spark member Karen sharing her win and her realization that change and transformation is a process and it's not easy. And I highly want to recommend that you look at our resources, learn about what you can do to take drastic action as you transform your personal and professional goals in 2023. That's it for me. I'll see you soon. And remember, you are beautiful, you're valuable, and nothing about you is a mistake. We can't wait to see you at a virtual experience. Make sure to go check out tollgspark.com slash events. See you soon. Have you been looking for easy and better ways to accomplish your personal and professional goals? That program, speaking business, or consulting company you want to launch shouldn't be anything less than the best. Why not use the help of a coach to develop and improve your goals? Dr. Alana DeGrasa, the persistence guru of Turning On The Lights Global Institute, has a winning system for you. Business Communication Mastery and the Women Build Confidence Coaching Virtual Experience will give you the winning system you need. Working with you to complete your action tasks, launch your program, and stand out from the crowd. Hit new milestones while you work at your own pace. Sharpen your vision and help you catapult your results as a new business owner. Get started today. Sign up for a free consultation.